Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Not Hebrew School Podcast. My name is Aaron Eisman, and super, super excited to share this week's Torah portion, the portion of Teruma. I am here with my dear friend, Mr. Andrew Perlman, our superstar podcast creator. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Rabbi? I am doing amazing. So excited for this week's Torah portion. And when you read this portion, this portion is the secret. I mean, I guess every portion really is, but uh, this portion is one of my favorites uh, to uncover the incredible depth and beauty and wisdom of the Torah. This portion teaches us how to live a happy, healthy, serene, successful life. But reading the portion, you might say, Rabbi, you're nuts. I don't see any of that. Because it is almost exclusively the very, very detailed construction of the tabernacle. What is a tabernacle? The Mishkan. Uh, it is. It was a home for God. And throughout this Torah portion, we are described, we're, we're, we're discussing the building of this tabernacle and the donations to be able to build it. So let's backtrack a little bit to where we're holding in the Torah. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, the Jewish nation came out of Egypt and they received the Torah. And last week was the laws of the Torah. And then this week we discussed the Mishkan, the tabernacle, the building of the house of God. What is, what, what is the connection? And the idea is as follows, that God gave us the Torah. And now that we have the Torah, the Torah is with us, we need to invite God to be with us as well. But if, if you read the Torah portion, it just seems like a very detailed construction of this house of God. So what does this, how can this house of God teach us how to live a happy and successful life? And where do we see in the incredible depth and details of this portion, how do we achieve, achieve that goal? So the portion starts out with, and I'll, and I'll read you from the verses, the Moses is collecting donations. And he says, and you shall take from them gold, silver, copper, turquoise, purple and scarlet wool, linen and goat hair, red dyed ramskins, tachash skins, akia wood, oil for illumination, spices for the anointment of oil, and ar aromatic incense, shoham stones, and stones for the setting of the, of the, for the apron and the breastplate. So an incredibly eclectic group of 15 different types of stuff that, the, that Moses is supposed to collect and build this house of God. And the portion just talks about the details of that building. So how, what does that do, have to do with us? And listen to this. Remember, the Jewish people are in the desert. The desert was the beginning of the Jewish nation. This is our honeymoon with God. Right? If you want to relive, you want to strengthen your marriage, you go back to the wedding, you go back to your honeymoon pictures. You're like, wow, remember that? We went this. The desert was our honeymoon with God. We got out of Egypt. We got the Torah. We're spending time with God. A complete and unprecedented existence of living, living miracles. 
The Jewish people didn't have to, they were living in a desert, remember. There's nothing in the desert. Right? How does a nation survive in a desert? Only through miracles. The manna that would fall every single day. The manna that would that, that sustained them. And the clouds of glory that protected them. They had food, they had shelter. It was a complete and total miraculous existence. So astonishingly, we come to this week's Torah portion and we have to hustle to such incredible length to build this tabernacle. Everything else was a miracle. Why from scratch first collect the donations and the next five Torah portions are detailing the building of this tabernacle, detailing the, the garments that the Kohanim would wear when doing this uh, service in the, in the Mishkan. And like, so where does that teach us how to be happy? Where does that te- what, is, what is that teaching us? So let's, uh, let's try to understand that. Number one, why do we, why do we have to, why isn't it just a miracle? Why, let it, every, everything else was, was a miracle. Why, is it, why do we have to work so hard for this? And, and, and how could this teach us? So the, just the tabernacle, by the way, many of us have been to the Western Wall. And the, uh, the, the, the Western Wall is the last retaining wall of the temple of the temple in Jerusalem. And what is the temple? The temple is a place where God manifests himself in this world. God is obviously everywhere. He's within each one of us. But the temple is a place where sort of God manifests himself a little bit more, where uh, the presence of God can be felt a little bit more. So the Mishkan was a traveling temple. As they were traveling in the desert, the Mishkan is a traveling temple. So how does the, the building of this temple teach us about life? You ready, Andrew? Here it comes. So if you read this portion, we certainly have to build a temple, a, a tabernacle for God. But my dear friend, the secret to success in life is not just building a temple for God you know, in the, in the neighborhood, in, in the Mishkan, in the desert. And, and But there is a foundational Jewish mission to build a Mishkan, build a tabernacle, build a place for God within our souls. The famous Jewish song, perhaps you know it. Right? It's a beautiful song. It means I will build a tabernacle for God within my heart. Now, just like God is everywhere in the world, and we still build a temple in Jerusalem for God to manifest, God is everywhere. God is within us. But it's up, for, it's up to us to build a tabernacle for God within ourselves. Yes, God is there. But will we let him in? Will we allow him to be in our lives? And that is the secret. To living a happy life by building that mishkan. So let's analyze the process and see how to do it. You see, there are 15 different types of things we mentioned before, vastly different, very, very precious, gold, silver, uh, and then uh, uh, at the ending with very, very fancy uh, precious stones, and then there's goat hairs and, and, and you know, oil, vastly different vastly different products that they had to collect in order to build this. And very interestingly, there's 15, but 
Rashi, famous commentator, goes out of his way to classify them as 13. And the question is, why? And you could count them as 13 because the Nassim, the, the heads, donated some. And so there really was 13 that, uh, the, that the nation donated. And also you can say gold, silver, and copper are one. So therefore there's 13. But why does Rashi go out of his way to classify them as 13? And that, that is a secret to, uh, to, to, to that message, to how we can apply this to our lives. And that is as follows. Vastly different products coming together to create a home for God. And that's what this world is. You see, why 13? Because 13 is the gematria, the numerical value. Every word in Hebrew has a letter. And the numerical value of echad 1 is 13. Rashi goes out of his way to hint to us, remind us that this Torah portion is not just an architectural framework, a practical thing that they did. This is a prototype of how to live our lives. Do you know why the food was a miracle, the, the, the shelter was a miracle, but this we had to hustle for because spirituality doesn't just come. Nothing holy and spiritual just happens. The reason why we had to hustle was to uh, give a message for, our, for the generation that this is, you got to work. How do you work? Listen to this. You take these 13 elements, these one, these 13 elements that, that, is, that equals one, achad, one, and you bring them together to create a tabernacle in the desert, but even at a deeper level, when we build our, the tabernacle in ourselves, what do we have to do? We have to use those 13, those different, vastly different elements to build that tabernacle in our souls. How do we do that? By using every opportunity in the world to create that oneness, that everything is one, echad. Everything, God is everywhere. God is everything. God is infinite. I am, we are part of God. God is everywhere. And we need to align every single occurrence in our life to that oneness. And that is the secret to success and happiness. Just align everything to that oneness. You know, we have two people like the, you know, the a friend in college who like to watch football and, you know, you're sort of friends because you're the same kind of person, right? You're, 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 you're maybe your family members, right? There's, there's certain people in your life that you just, you're just the same. It's not unity. Unity is when you have vastly different types of people coming together. And that is the true manifestation of God when we can get along, even though we're vastly different and we're, and we're, we, you know, you know, this guy gets on my nerves. This woman uh, makes me crazy. I just completely don't understand this person's philosophy and still in all I respect and I, and I, and I connect and someone insults me and I, and, and someone embarrasses me. Somebody, uh, somebody is so different than me and I still connect to them in a unified way, but it's not just other people. It's just other situations in life, right? You, you know, you have a toothache, you, have, you stub your toe, you, um, you know, you fail an exam, you lose your job, you, uh, you, you, things happen, happen. Everything is one. Other people, other things are one. 
when we're walking through the world, see the oneness within the world. You see the uh, a lot of the tabernacle, or Victor Miller says a beautiful idea, a lot of the tabernacle was to express the, the thanks to God. You know, the, the idea of the menorah, the menorah was in there. Menorah represents light, obviously, right? Light is such an absolute miracle. The sun 93 million miles away, creating um, light which travels uh, at the speed of light, incidentally, uh, 186,000 miles a second. That's energizing. Like it's it's just phenomenally um, overwhelming to think about. And light also represents the Torah. And you know we have the guidance of the Torah. And light light rep- light, light brings us food. And we also had the lechem upon him. We had the bread in the in this Mishkan, right? The bread represents obviously the food is such a miracle. The entire world is coming together to create food. And the the wind blowing the carbon dioxide to the plants and the plants turning sunlight and moisture into apples and wheat and, and food, right? The entire world is that oneness. And so the secret to this week's Torah portion is, yes, it looks like a lot of technical details, but what it really is, it's so many different elements coming together to create that perfect oneness. And just like the Jews did in the desert, we need to do it within ourselves with all the different elements in our lives. Other people that annoy us, you know, in a marriage, you know, a a man and a woman, they're so different. And they have so many different interests and needs and and they come, the the highlight of of, of a Jewish home, they come together and live in harmony and peace, respect even though they're so different and they're so, so different di- different needs, they, they complement each other. And they're not just other people, the world. So just like the Jews did it, we have to do it within ourselves. Take everything and un- uh, unify it underneath that oneness, that unity of the infinite. And that is the secret of this week's Torah portion. Build the tabernacle. That's that is the that is a secret, and within that, I will be able to uh, I'll, I'll be able to, to ne- never never get frustrated when people insult me. Oh, great! This is another opportunity to unify the world. I stub my toe. Wow! It's another opportunity to unify the world. There must have been a purpose. Maybe there's some greater good for it, right? I'm looking at I'm walking in the woods, and I see. The incredible world, I can unify that and everything that comes my way. And the, the harder it is, obviously, the harder it is to unify, the bigger, the bigger, the uh, the more successful the Mishkan, the tabernacle is within us because we're, we're, we're molding everything. The more diverse, more different we are, the more miraculous, more wondrous is the, uh, is the fact that we're able to come together building. So that is the secret to happiness, the secret to success, the secret to serenity, peace, harmony, connection is that ability to turn everything and see everything as one united peace of the infinite. Hey! What do you say, my friend? That's beautiful. I think uh, we could all stand to 
be more aware of of that information um and that truth that we're all just one piece of a greater whole because i think it's it's incredibly easy to forget that just to, just to uh to apply it to your day you told me you're going to play music today and then you're going to work uh as a server right so what's music it's like like you not like music by the way is the is is this the language of the soul right the the music is the ability to take all these vastly different notes high notes low notes you know mid notes whatever and bring them together to one beautiful harmony one beautiful symphony and that's that's really i guess you know you what you're doing is really um a microcosm of what we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to be playing music with the world around us. That is beautiful. I never thought of that. We're, we're, we're musicians. We're musicians, right? A good conductor with a big orchestra can bring all these vastly different instruments to, to, to a beautiful symphony. And if a good conductor, if there's one violin missing or one drum missing or one uh, flutist, uh, flutist missing, right? The, the, it, the whole thing is different. And we need to seize every opportunity to unify God in, in, our, in our life by, by every, you know, if, if we stub our toe, we don't see it. We just, we just lost an opportunity to sort of connect that back to the infinite. If someone insults us and we, we don't, we don't uh, appreciate that, okay, people are different, we're losing that opportunity. So, uh, and then serving people, you, you're helping, you're being kind, people are, are going out to eat and you're helping them. And that's a uh, that's that's again another beautiful opportunity for unity. So uh, thank you all so much for listening, and uh, feel free to reach out. My name is Rabbi Aaron Eisen. My email is Rabbi E at meor.org. Rate us on your favorite podcast listening forum so that we can help spread the word and uh, inspire the world, God willing, starting with ourselves. Have a beautiful Shabbat, everybody. All the best.